This is Darren Hunter here and welcome to the BDM Coach podcast show where BDM Coach experts Michael Sands and Dennis Yusuf show you how you can become effective BDMs. Now also for 40 ways to grow your rent roll, we've put together a free book, The PM Lead Secrets. All you've got to do is pay for shipping. Go to pmleadsecrets.com. That's pmleadsecrets.com. Hi everyone, it's Dennis Yusuf here from Inspired Growth Training with the BDM Coach Podcast Show. And once again, I've got Darren Hunter with me today and we are going to do a really cool and fun podcast today. It's all about 10 dumb things not to do. I mean, Darren. And and around the list of presentation, it's around new business, right? And and I I think it's great. You've got a good list list here. And these are all the common mistakes that people make. It's These are the things that if you just take note of what they are and not do them, um, you're going to be getting the new business. You're going to be doing really, really well. And these are things that could easily tick off a prospect that you didn't even know about it. Um, you need to make sure that you are, uh, you know, the favourite all the way along. And these are the tripping points, aren't they, Dennis? Oh, these are things that tick people off, upset people, offend people. Um, there's a whole heap of these that we want people to take note of. Oh, true. Darren, you don't want to have foot and mouth disease. And no. you've got a couple of good examples of what I did in having foot and mouth disease. And and I do recall we were on a flight once and you tried taking advantage of putting me in that uncomfortable position. We'll get to that when we cover it. You can't even remember. I'm looking at the look on your face right now. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna throw me in under the under the bus, aren't you? No, then? no, no. It's throwing myself under the bus, but okay. that's okay. We'll yeah, yeah, no, I do things. remember. So okay, let, let's get let's get on. And Dennis, this is a really good one because this came out of the secret shopping, right? That we did, and we did a whole pile of secret shopping, everyone. If you want to see the the the, uh, the fun uh, the dirt the the ugly stuff just go to secret shopper files podcast we've got a number of there where we did our secret shopping and we did podcasts on it you know yeah. Sydney or it was Adelaide or Auckland or Wellington or Phoenix or Florida Orlando whatever go to the secret shopper files podcast but Dennis the first dumb thing not to do is um, the, the the dumb thing is taking your sweet time in returning a call when a person's left a message on new business. Oh, totally, Darren. So many times, uh, and I found this when I was uh, when I first started coaching, a lot of people used to say, oh, I'll make that call to that new business inquiry when I'm in a better mood. Okay, I get that. I get the fact that you want to call them when you're in a better mood, but they may leave it to the last part of the day or the next day. You know, I'm like, no, that's so silly. You want to get onto them straight away. These potential landlords, when they're calling you, they don't know something. So they're ringing and asking. One hour for them is a long time. Get mm. on the phone. Mm. Even if even if you have a system in place where someone else can email them something, but get onto them straight away. Mm. You know, call those people as quickly as you can. Technology today, it's all about the now. Right. There's a sense of a real sense of urgency, everybody. Absolute sense of urgency. Just like someone's rang and said, I'm sorry, need to come to the school. Something bad's happened with 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 one of your children. You're going to give a total sense of urgency. You need to give this total sense of urgency. All right. The next one, Dennis, is 
Dodging the fee question. That's another dumb thing. Number two, dodging the fee question. Tell us about that one. Oh, look, so many times people would ring up and, and a potential landlord sometimes, they don't know what to ask. They don't necessarily say, oh, how are you going to manage my property? The, the, the only question they know to ask is, you know, what are your fees? Because they may think that um, you all do the same thing and they're going to base their decision on fees, right? So it's your job to educate them. I and if you're going to hide behind them and say, oh, you know, sorry, I don't give out my fees, you've got that sense of you're hiding something from them. Mm. right so be open and transparent but when you do give your fees out you know back it up with some statistics i mean darren your book covers this as well so does mine you know we we do cover it but don't hide behind your fees don't hide behind those questions be positive have the right energy and tell them what the fees are and why this is why they are you know so you've got to be so open with them. You know, I, Darren, I did say to a, a lady once um, when she rang up and she asked me, I said, look, if you're after the cheapest agent, I'm happy to um, refer you to somebody else. And she said, oh, oh sorry, I, I didn't know what to ask. I just, you know, um, my bank needed to know what the fees are going to be. And I, I, I know you guys are good and I want to use you, but I needed to know what your fees are. So I know what my return on investment is going to be. That's called foot and mouth disease, right? So be open, be transparent, have that positive vibe and let them know what your fees are. And we've actually covered that actually in a chapter, one of the secrets in my book, the PM Fee Script Secrets. Um, and we do a whole chapter on what are your fees and how to deal with that, Dennis. And yep. there's a lot of your teaching in that book. Um, but um, let's move on. Um, okay, now, don't just show up. So you've spoken on the phone, then you show up just to the listing presentation. You're saying, Dennis, there's a lot of stuff you should be doing in between. What is that? Darren, I used to love turning up to appointments, knowing that my rivals didn't do any of this. And I did it. So we, you know, I had three touch points before I even turned up to the appointment. Once you get off the phone, right, you've booked your appointment, don't just turn up. You should be creating a calendar invitation, put the address, the name, because you should have got their email, you should have got the address, put it in there because they'll get a notification, right, that you've created a calendar invite and then they'll also accept it. So that's one touch point. Second touch point is actually email them, confirming the discussion that you've had on the phone, confirming the appointment, and then you add your pre-listing email to that as well, mm. right? And that's another podcast altogether. Well, the the pre-listing email template, everybody, Dennis has actually outlined it in his book, the pmleadsecrets.com. Um, just get it, everyone. We've paid for the printing. You've just got to pay for the shipping. The pmleadsecrets.com, it goes through these three touch points that you need to do with the pre-listing email, Dennis, an SMS video, um, all of those sort of things that you need to yep. be doing. It's covered in the book. Um, it's all there. It's the most comprehensive rent roll growth book you're ever going to get your hands on. It may as well be on your desk, or on your coffee table or whatever. Um, grab a copy. So pmleadsecrets.com. Dennis, Darren, you actually gave away my other point. It was a video, text video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I'm sorry about that. No, no, don't be sorry because it's all part of it, right? So you know, you've, you've sent a calendar invitation, you send a pre-listing email, then send them a video, right? So through text message, you can send them a video. It's just simply picking up your phone. Everyone's got a video recorder on their device these days. 
and send them a message. Thanks for your time on the phone. As discussed, our appointment's booked for three o'clock tomorrow afternoon at, and, and mention their address. Uh, I always say 52 ABC Street. And then uh, um, look, and I have emailed that information through for you. You ask questions about, so they may have asked, oh, how do you prepare the house for rent? Send them some information how to prepare the house for rent, right? Um, so you're sending them a personalized message. So that's some really good touch points. So you're setting the clients up for where do I sign versus what are your fees? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next one. Don't rely just on your listing kit. And this comes to mind, Dennis, certainly with a listing kit, you've got to be showing people how you do, for example, your ingoing inspections or your property yep. condition report. You should be a show and tell, not just telling them what you do, show them what you do. And the good thing is with inspection manager, with their ingoing inspection, their digital ingoing inspection, you can now put in virtual tours. You can actually embed a virtual tour inside your electronic uh, ingoing inspection, property condition report. Talk about wow factor, Dennis. You show that to people in a listing presentation, it's going to blow them away. I want you to check it out for yourself. Just go to inspectionmanager.com.au, check it out, get that into your listing presentation um, to uh, really impress owners on how different you are from your competitors. Otherwise, they're just going to focus on your fee. But anyway, over to you, Dennis. What are some other things they should be doing and not just relying on a listing kit. Yeah, well, I mean, if, if you're going to, you know, I remember the first time I saw a, a presentation, um, my boss at the time was going through the folder and I'm going, oh, my goodness, these people, they're not even listening. They're not even engaged. So you can't just sit there and go through a presentation. You know, the listing kit is something for you to have when they ask a question. They may ask about landlords insurance. That's great. I've actually got some information here for you. Bang. And you, and you can give it to them, right? But don't rely on that information to win the business. If you're going to go there and just go through your listing kit, that's not a great way of building rapport with them. Mm. All right. Well, next one, Dennis, the next dumb thing not to do is is don't just rely on your brand. So mm -hmm. that's interesting because some will say, well, I'm the yellow brand or I'm the red brand or I'm the green brand or I'm the blue brand. I can trust that. Well, why is that an issue, Dennis? Why is that a dumb thing to do? Well, it's great to be part of a brand or whether you're um, absolutely independent, yeah. independent or whatever, right? You should have pride in who you are with. You should love the business that you're under. And, but if you're relying on that to win the business, you're not going to be selling your services to them. You know, it doesn't matter what the brand is, you know, who you are. The people don't make a choice based on the brand. They're making a choice on the person and the systems and procedures your office has got. I see so many people, oh, yeah, I'm part of this group and, you know, our name is this, that, and the other. I'm going, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. That's not the way to win the business. Don't rely on that. It's your points of difference that wins the business. And a brand is not a point of difference. No, no. And it gives you credibility. I mean, look, it does, you know, a, a three, you know, two offices start up in an area from scratch. One's going to get more trust faster than the other if they're under a well-known brand. That's how these franchises work. They give you a certain level of credibility, but they're not going to get you totally over the finish line. Your points of difference are going to do that. All right, Dennis, let's have some fun. Another dumb thing not to do, actually say is don't say stupid things. Well, give some examples. 
Yeah, this one hurts because I did it twice in one day. <laughs> <laughs> and, and look, okay, I thought she was pregnant, okay? I know I can just hear everyone go, Ooh, you Oh, know, you did that now. silly thing. Oh, you thought, you thought she was day. pregnant and you made a talking point of it, didn't you? Oh, I did. <laughs> it was foot and mouth disease, I, I, you know, and... And um, and I can't believe I said, oh, look, you know, when are you expecting? You know, fantastic, you're expanding now, etc. Because they said they're expanding because the family's grown. The family's grown. She actually gave birth to the kid like uh, two weeks, the baby two weeks ago, and she had that bump still. Anyway, um, and- I've done the same thing myself, Dennis. I could have oh. crawled into a hole, and she looked had a really round belly, just like she was midterm, and I said the question and the, the the bad thing is I knew that lady um she already had a lack of confidence mm-hmm. uh, and I just she would have she would have gone home and probably cried after that after I'd mentioned when's the baby due I just dumb 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 it, it what it does it, it turns the whole conversation into a negative mindset it's it's horrible now what I was talking about at the beginning of this um, podcast Darren is we were on a flight together and, and the stewardess, you could clearly see she was pregnant. She was a tiny girl. She had that. Look at big basketball bump. hanging out. <laughs> it did. And you said, Dennis, why don't you ask if she's pregnant? I said, no way. <laughs> it was so obvious and no doubt she was, but we've had our fingers burnt. We're not saying nothing. <laughs> no, 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 no. It could have been a tumour. And yeah. that's how much luck I would have with that. Not now, Dennis, you also mentioned about pictures on walls and how yeah. can we get in trouble yeah. that way? Yeah, look, you've got to be really careful, even about particular furniture. You know, um, one presentation, there was a, a picture of the, the the bride and the groom. And I said, oh, that's a lovely picture. You know, that, that it's lovely. And he said, and the, the gentleman, because I was doing the presentation, he actually said, oh, look, it's we got divorced two years ago. I just haven't taken the pictures down. So, it, it again, it changes the energy in the room, right? Um, there was another time... Um, uh, they had one of those egg chairs in the corner of the room and I went, oh, that's a great chair. I love that. Where'd you get that from? You know, and, and it was, oh, that's the mother-in-law. She bought it for us and she's coming around. So I pulled it out the garage and put it there. Again, it turns it into that negative, you know. So it's being careful how you say it. I'm saying, oh, I love that. And they're saying, I don't, right? <laughs> Even... Another one, Darren, is boats. I remember I did this presentation and, oh, it's a great boat you got out the front there. Ah, my husband, he always takes the kids fishing and I never see him. Always goes out with his friends. Again, it's, you know, so it's, you've got to be really careful about how you're saying things. Yeah, that's cool. All right, next one is don't park in their private space. Dennis, why is that an issue? I, I, I used to love this one because I'd, turn up to the property and, and you you know I used to own a, a Holden Commodore it was a wagon that had really really beautiful mags on it shiny chrome mags and people used to I remember I had a presentation and, and straight away oh they're nice wheels I was being judged on and, and the tonality wasn't good he thought I was driving this big fancy car it was a Holden Commodore for crying out loud so um, I, I didn't park out the front and I never parked on the driveway because we know what it's like when we're leasing properties and the tenant beats us there. So how does that make the owner feel if we're driving on their private property? So I used to ask permission, hey, I noticed you're on a bit of a main road. Is it okay if I park on the driveway? 
Yeah, yeah, and it is. It's just moving into people's private space, and you park there unnecessarily, and you could, yep. you know, offend someone, and you weren't even aware, and you missed out on the business, and you didn't know. So, all right, next one, Dennis, is offering. You know, well, not offering to take your shoes off. So that's a dumb thing. Please explain. It is. So this one actually segues from the last one. I used to mix the two. I blend them because, you know. I used to turn up and I'd, I'd take my shoes off and then I'd knock on the door. Okay, sometimes they already open the door and you're there. But I'd be taking my shoes off. And a lot of the time, depending on the culture, they would just say, I'll oh, leave your shoes on, leave your shoes on. Some cultures, take your shoes off, especially if you see a basket there. Always do it. Because if you can't respect their home, right, and you're entering as a guest, how are you going to expect them to trust you, right? So I, they used to say that. They'd say, oh, no, 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 totally, um, you know, I've got to respect your home. We do the same thing for our potential tenants. We have a mat out the front and we advise them that they have to take their shoes off. So we're watching that as a potential, um, all of our potential tenants to see if they can respect your home before it's even theirs. So I'm, I'm showing them a point of difference. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, if you notice, I didn't park in your driveway either oh, my goodness, our leasing agent would go off if the tenants parked there. You know, we're, that's how strict we are on, on what we're looking at. So it, it's things to do, and, but I never bagged out. I never said, oh, did the other agent offer to take their shoes off, right? So it's really, really... And it, you, you, you're just making sure that you're being respectful yep. um, and, and good point. All right, next one is don't go in just talking business. Well, we're doing business, Dennis, so please explain. Well, you need to build rapport. You need to gain trust from the people, right? So um, pets were always a really good thing. You know, get down and pat the pet. Hopefully you've got that vibe. I, I loved it because of a lot of dogs, they all like me. I was really good at that way. But build relationship, build trust, build rapport with the people. Coming back to those first couple of points, if you sent them a pre-listing email, you've done those touch points, that they have got so much trust with you and they're like, oh, let me show you the house. Let me show you around. And one thing that I used to do is I'd say, oh, what's your favourite part of the house? What do you love about this home? Why did you buy this home? You know, and they'd say, oh, Dennis, come and have a look at the view. I'd be looking at them so they're looking at the view and I'm putting them in that, that comfort, you know, so they're enjoying it. So mm. you're controlling the vibe, you yeah. know. Don't just talk business. They want to trust you. They want to like you. A lot of people make a decision based on the person that they're dealing with as well. Yeah, I think that's 100% of the time. And if they don't like you, it doesn't matter how good you are, they won't give you their business. They won't give you their half million or million dollar investment. So, no. all right, next one, Dennis, is, is not asking for the business. Another dumb thing. And I know people, they get in a list and presentation and just go, well, I'm sure you want to think about it. Let me know. Off they go. Dennis, why is that a dumb thing to do? Because another person is going to be walking in, doing a presentation after you, or they've been in there prior to you, right? And they're going to be asking for the business. You never presume. We've actually done a podcast on this, the BDM Coach podcast show on um, presumption. So you could go back and um, listen to that one. You should never presume. You should always ask for that business. You know, there's several ways of doing it, but one of my favourite ways, if they ask me a question around the type of marketing, great question, Darren, really appreciate it. It's really important how we market the properties. We believe that because of our video marketing, our virtual tours, um, our um, 
uh, um, what do you call it, maps, <laughs> I've gone blank, the um, floor plans and professional photography that we've got, we are attracting better quality tenants. Let's sit down, I'd love to go through our authorization form with you and I'll explain how we market the property better. So the, I'm going in for the close, you know, uh, and then another easy way of asking for the business once you've gone through is simply saying, Darren, been great meeting you. I really do like your property. Your property is a great fit for our management. We would love to continue to have a relationship with you and find you the best possible tenant that we can. And we'd like to start that now. So just having a look at the BDM Coach podcast show with previous episodes, um, mm -hmm. oh, just turn that on. Just actually opening it up now. Guys, we've actually, uh, I, I, I haven't got it in front of me here, but go back to, I think it's episode 13 or 14, thereabouts, where we get right into, I think it's 14 ways to close. But we do yep. have, just scroll back everybody and you'll see yep. there's a whole episode just on closing. It's one of the best we could take it out and write it up, put it in a chapter in a book. It's that good. So just go back into the archives there in the BDM Coach podcast show, find it, um, 14 ways to close or something like that, but just get at good at closing. Ask for the business. Otherwise, the next agent's going to do it. They're going to stitch it up and you're going to go, why did I miss out on that? So, um, all right, last dumb thing not to do, Dennis, is not following up the F word. Now, I know with our secret shopping when we did that, nobody followed up. Um, no one called you back. Um, out of the hundreds of agents that we spoke to, it was Secret Shopping. He's got a Secret Shopper Files podcast, and you'll see the the um, the wreckage and the collateral damage that agents do to themselves um, and wonder why they can't grow their rent rolls, simply because they don't know how to deal with new business properly. So, Dennis, tell us about this lack of follow-up and this F-word disease that's in the industry. It's such a dumb thing. Darren, on average, 87% of the people don't follow us up. It's If you want to grow your rent rolls, simply follow up. You know, yes, you can ask for the business, like we said at the last point, but, you know, sometimes they really do want to have another person. You may not have won them over enough. You haven't sold your points of differences to them, so they, they still want to shop around, right? Following them up is such a simple thing because I know that 87% of the agents won't. So if you do, you've already increased your percentages of your closing, right, to be able to win the business. Um, it's a simple thing to do. When I was looking to buy cars, I went to several car yards. Not one sales agent rang me. None of them. If I was selling cars, I know just by following up with those people coming in, showing some politeness, customer service, you, know, you need, you need to have a system of follow-up, everyone, because quite frankly, the, the dumbest thing we can do is assume that everybody's ready to go right away. Everyone's in a different journey and, um, and they may rent it out in two months' time. They may change their mind and you just got to keep in touch with them on a regular basis, have a system of follow-up, have a pipeline that you're managing, um, having a CRM that's going to manage that and just keep in regular contact with people. And, and when they're ready, you're likely to get it because you're the only one that did follow up. And we cannot ever assume that people are red hot, ready to go now. Real estate salespeople will tell you that all the time. They're doing appraisals, but doesn't mean that that person's ready to sell now. And they get disappointed, Dennis, because they didn't close it. But it, it, there's the reasons why you didn't get it. And follow up may simply get you the business because you did stay in touch with them. And 
things happen, life changes, circumstances change with people, and you want to be top of mind when they're ready to press the go button. So, Dennis, I think that's a really, really good series, everyone. We want you to be part of, just go to the Top Growth Podcast Show as well. We go a lot into rent roll growth strategy depth, um, a lot more than we are in the BDM Coach Podcast Show. But also we want you to join us at the Top Growth Academy, where we're going to teach you how to grow. It's going to be over a 12-month period as part of our membership. It's group coaching, but just go to igtmembership.com. We want you to be a part of it. Um, Dennis and Michael will be your coaches there. There will be a level of accountability we're rolling out there as well. Um, and of course, get Dennis's book. Just go to the pmleadsecrets.com. Get your book. We've already paid for the printing. You've got to pay for shipping. And Dennis, if people do want to book into your diary and have a chat about membership or about coaching or anything like that, what is the link that they can go to to book straight into your diary? What is it? growmyrentroll.com and they'll be able to book in a time to a complimentary time Darren to spend you know so they can um, have a catch up let me get to know them ask some questions and see where we can help them um, whether we're just giving them some easy tips on how to help convert more business or to have discussions about those rent roll growth um, training that we do have because there's plenty of options to choose from yeah yeah all right so growmyrentroll.com all right, everyone. Dennis, I think we're done. Take us out. Yeah, thank you, everyone, for listening in. Thank you, Darren, for being part of the BDM podcast show once again. Um, easily some great things, fun reminders of mistakes that you know I've done, that Darren's done um, during presentations. But if you can master those simple things that we've covered, you are going to convert and win more business. If your business isn't on fire, give us a call. All right. Take care, everyone. Thank you.